Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion and review where the hosts of the What Do You Say Anime podcast nominate and vote on shows either we haven't seen or shows that will hopefully lead to a great conversation. On today's episode, the shoujo enthusiasts of the What Do You Say Anime podcast will be reviewing the 2021 anime of the year, Kageki Shoujo. Let's meet today's hojos. First up, he is JPX48's biggest stand. We got Jay. Jay, how's it going? If I had a quarter for every time we watched an opera girl show called Kageki Shoujo that had a giraffe be the primary plot motivator, I'd have two quarters, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it's happened twice in such a short amount of time. Like four weeks or something. Giraffe. Uh, <laughs> that's a Sarasa joke. All right. Glad we could explain the comedy to Johnny. Oh. Next up, with finishing this show, he has completed his first ever shoujo anime. We have Johnny. Johnny, how's it going? Yeah, uh, it's quite an honor to have a... Uh... First time seeing a shoujo show. I actually no, that's not true because I watched like three episodes of Fruits Basket and then I dropped it because it was boring. But yeah, I finished this one, so you know that's good. I'm I'm glad you finally got around to finishing your first shoujo. Next up, he is currently auditioning for JPX forty nine. We got Cat. Cat, how's it going? Man, you know it's going well. I'm sexy as fuck, my guy. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, sure. Uh, but I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad you're feeling sexy, Cat. Our first moderator tonight, he is unable to distinguish the difference between the male and female demographic. We have Miles. Miles, how's it going? You also forgot that I am unable to distinguish between age groups. Um, Let's not go there. Well, <laughs> this show is a sign-in. Look it up on mail. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. I got you clipped for the rest of your life, bro, with that statement. And our second moderator tonight, we got Pat. Pat, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. Um, I had a really good time with this uh, sign-in show. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, so uh, we are talking about Kageki Shoujo, two exclamation points. Uh, apparently that's important when notating what we're watching here, because we seem to like Magical Girl, uh, not Magical Girl, uh, girl-oriented theater shows lately. We, we've, uh, we obviously did Review Starlight a few weeks ago. But yeah, so this is Kageki Shoujo. Uh, it aired in summer 2021. Uh, did it actually win our anime of the year? It won my anime of the year. <laughs> your, yeah. your specific anime of the year. Okay, I was gonna say, I didn't think it won our collective anime of the year for our, our I don't think it got a single anime. vote other than me. Well, you know, I, after watching it, I probably wouldn't have voted for it either, but it was pretty damn good, though. Uh, so I, I don't know, in my opinion. But yeah, so this obviously, again, aired last summer. It's a, uh, 12, a 13 episode, uh, series, uh, just the usual the usual beats of something along these lines again it is labeled a sign in on on mal as well i know uh, uh we, we joke about it a lot though or building up to this we have uh but yeah why don't we get on with our first impressions so miles why don't you kick us off again spoiler free first couple episodes of the show yeah so i first watched this show uh when pete told me to and I was like, okay, yeah, why not? You know, I, I don't do enough for my buddy Pete. So I figured I, I'd throw him a bone and be the only other person to watch Kageki Shoujo. But it was really good. I remember loving it. I liked the first three episodes even more than I did last time when I rewatched it. thought it was better on a rewatch. And, you know, uh, Pete has me as a, a, a true believer. Not quite as fervent as him, but I'm at least a creaster sort of guy for Kageki Shoujo. Like, I'll show up to the church on major holidays. So, 
Um, you know, uh, Easter and Christmas, but you're not, yeah. you're not doing every Sunday. Yeah, it's not, it's not every Sunday, but like, you know, I'll show up. Uh, for sure, you know, recommend this one. Big fan. Recommend to most people. There we go. All right, Kat, what about you? I was thinking about the way I was going to introduce this show to the public, uh, especially when it comes to how the show starts off with, like, you know, the kind of generic kind of coming in to the coming into the school opening ceremony, all that. Um, but I really did love how um, Sarasa came in with her, hey, take a picture of me. And I loved how, like, she was just a country girl. I don't know why, but I've been on a country girl kick recently. Uh, You're a country but, boy, right? So maybe I'm a fair. country boy. No. She's also not <laughs> a country girl. Yeah, I know, but still, uh, well, I, I get what he means by that, though. Like he, he has that. Per she has that person, like ditzy, like personality that might fit yeah, the, the, yeah, the label that... where, where she's outgoing and not some reserved, perfect theater girl that everyone might imagine. I, I, I get where Cat's going there. Maybe that's exactly. a better way to put it, though. Than and I. I realized that this show's introduction is just a better version of Akibi's uh, Akibi Sailor Uniform introduction. And I was just kind of hooked because then it just got better and better and just started getting to like really deep subjects. And I was okay with that. My friend who historically hates anime was actually paying attention. He's mostly on TikTok. I hope you can hear me. But yeah, I'd, I'd recommend it. Nice. There you go. You know, recommend, another recommendation from Kat. Uh, Pete, what about you? There uh, we go. Yeah, I, I, for when it comes to Kageki Shoujo, uh, it would be pretty hard to find a bigger fan other than me. Uh, I love this show. It was my anime of the year last year. Uh, just for reference, it's Kageki Shoujo with two exclamation points because that's the source material. The source material also has two exclamation points, which is a shoujo. Boom. Uh, yeah, this is a great introduction shoujo when people get the idea that all shoujo is just like romance and stuff. This is a completely different take on the shoujo demographic. And it's a I think it's a great um, show to recommend to people who are looking to broaden their horizons and not just watch the stereotypical action adventure stuff. This is a character driven story that I just absolutely fell in love with. The characters in the entire cast are just one of my favorites of all time. Sarsa is my favorite female anime character ever. I love her so much. Yeah, I absolutely recommend this to almost every single person. Uh, I don't recommend it to, like, Shonen Bros, but other than that, like, everybody else. Yeah, big fan. There you go. All right, Jay, what about you? Uh, honestly, I liked the first three episodes well enough. I thought they did a really good job of introducing the characters and specifically, like, the setting which I think the setting is very important to this anime in a lot of ways. It um, the, A lot of the themes tie into the school and the expectations of going there and the how they all dreamt of going there and stuff like that. Honestly, not quite as high on this as most of the other people here, probably. But I thought it was still pretty solid. Like, I would uh, recommend it to uh, people who like shows about acting um who are interested in theater stuff like that the only thing i will say is like i think that the title people can kind of go in expecting like since it's a re it has a review in the name people might go in expecting sort of like idol stuff in some ways and that just does not happen at all like the only like obviously the ray clone in this show is sort of a 
like has an idol background and stuff like that but it really does like they could have called it something else and it would have avoided uh confusion with the other show we watched and also may might have been a bit of a better descriptor in my opinion but yeah like i said i would i would recommend it to most people who uh would be willing to watch a show about acting and stuff like that. I thought it was pretty well done. I also watched the dub, which I thought was pretty well done, especially Saras's VA, and uh, yeah, I liked it. I thought the dub was incredible. I, I was blown away I, by it. Like it I liked like a, it a lot. It felt like a modern dub, which is a good thing. You know, like that's a, that it should feel like a modern dub, but sometimes that isn't always the case. You know, sometimes they are just bad, and or, or they, they miss it. I think they... They kept Sarasa's, um like charm of her character, you know, like they they were able to convey that like quirkiness at just as well in the dub as they did the sub. So I think that's a, a very good point to make. Um, but yeah, what about you, Johnny? Yeah, so I didn't see the dub. I watched the sub because this is my first time watching. But so I don't. The only I don't have any experience with the show. I'll be honest. I didn't even know what year this came out. I just saw that like he has been constantly talking about this show. So you know, I was like. Hey, you know, this this might be a good show, but then again it's Pete's opinion, so you know it's it's hit or miss. But you know, it's it was it was pretty good. I, I was like like Jay said, I was kind of expecting there to be some idol stuff, which I'm glad there wasn't, you know, because that stuff just like doesn't appeal to me at all. But you know, I like I like the premise of the show. I think that like the story itself was interesting. They could have been done better in my opinion, but it's not a bad show. But there are some parts of the show that are very that are like pretty bland there's a lot of parts about the show that are like very stereotypical of anime in my opinion that just kind of gets to me it's just like it's kind of a personal grudge but you know would i recommend this i mean for someone like that like wants like like pete said like the shonen bro this is not something that you want to watch it's not a lot of action i mean like i don't think anyone gets hurt physically at least so not too much of that to see, but hey, if your name is Peter and you're the first person in America to get Omicron, then the show's for you. Second. 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 Second known case. First yeah. in my heart. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Johnny. Oh, <laughs> wow. Get That's Omicron. Incredible. That's the nicest <laughs> thing you've ever said to me. That is Damn. pretty much the nicest thing he's ever said to you. I agree. Um, to anyone, actually. I was, I was <laughs> about to say maybe to anyone. It's up there. It's got to be up there, right? Um. <sighs> Uh, and then lastly, for me, by the way, I forgot to mention this was done uh, by Studio Pine Jam, who are known for uh, <laughs> just, for just <laughs> because Glepnir and gamers and pretty much gamers? nothing else. Yeah, gamers, literally gamers, the anime. That's your favorite anime, I bet, Johnny. I didn't um, know you were in an anime, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, so those are, this is pretty much what they're known for. Or this is the only show that they've got that they, that's really done that well. So I don't know, maybe we'll see more work Gl from them was Glitmere was pretty popular when it came out. Yeah, but it was pretty bad too, right? Like, no, I, it was pretty, I gave it a seven. It was solid. It has a seven on Mel. It has a 7.0 exactly on Mal, yeah. So, uh, and it has um, six times the user base that, uh, or, or whatever, that Kageki Shoujo does. Ooh. So I guess that that's a good point. Um, wow, that is surprising. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, so anyways, back to my uh, my initial thoughts. I fell in love with the show the minute I turned it on. First episode hooked me immediately. I wanted to see more. Really liked the uh I, the girls had their own different personalities uh throughout the show that i really liked um i i can agree with that some of it felt very generic at times but 
uh, generic doesn't always mean bad, you know, like, like, a you know, there's, there's a story that's been told a hundred times uh, in anime like this about like, you know, coming of age stories like this. And that's okay because they need to be told or they're, they're very realistic or things that happen in real life. So I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't say that those are neg necessarily negative points. I thoroughly enjoyed the show all throughout. I watched it dubbed as well. And I think the dub was really, really strong. I mean, I, I'd be curious to go back and see this, what the sub uh, was like, especially just for Cyrus's voice actor. But uh, again, they did fantastic job overall. I think the music was really good. I liked, um, and I, I kind of liked that we didn't actually see that much on the stage yet. The big, again, spoiler free, I guess we, we will talk about this later in our closing thoughts then. Um, what, like how the show evolves over time. But I think the, the strongest part of the show is how it starts and, and just hooks you immediately. I would recommend this to anyone that's, uh, that likes drama, anyone that likes, uh, you know, uh, this setting, you know, um, it's got a little bit of the slice of life, but not, not enough that it's like overpowering too. I, I think it was really, really strong. Really good, really good sign in anime, you know, really, really well done. Um, so yeah, why don't we uh, move on to our spoiler zone and I guess spoilers matter. They're, they're, they're pretty, uh, pretty relevant. So I'd recommend watching the show beforehand though. I think you got six recommends, uh, which doesn't always happen with uh, shows going on uh, on watch clubs. So I'd check it out before we start talking about it. But yeah, Pete, you have a uh, talking point that you wanted to bring up. Yeah, I kind of want to talk about the similarities with like this. And we recently watched review Starlight where we have this pretty decent sized cast of characters and with each character that's kind of involved in the main circle, we get some form of background story. Uh, while I do think that the cast is incredibly like just solid all around, I think that the difference, like each character is like what they went through before they got to Coco was like really well done. So I want to get your guys' thoughts on what your favorite sort of like backstory uh, character are going into it. Because like the difference with this compared to like review starlight is I thought like the scenarios that they were involved in were much more serious than what we saw with review starlight. And yeah, I just want to get your guys' thoughts. It's start off. I like the backstories well enough. I think the key difference between this and review starlight for me was that for review starlight, the backstory was about how the characters interacted with each other instead of individual backstory, which it's kind of different because it review starlight was definitely more based on, the characters' relationships rather than their individual character arcs, per se. Since, like, you know, nearly everybody was paired off, more or less, in that show by the end of it. Um, I liked... I can't remember the girl's name. It was the one where she... Talking with the boy whose brother was a Major League Baseball Karu. player. Karu. That, yeah. She, she has that, a huge advantage right off the bat with a name like Karu. That was pretty so, good. And then uh, the Ray Clones backstory was fucked up her mom uh, is, uh, was pretty her good. mom is like... a piece of shit honestly and uh yeah fuck fuck her mom not the worst person. parental figure in her life actually which is pretty crazy yeah fair enough also yeah, uh the dad's I... not there is that why no because the stepdad guy abused yeah. him yeah yes. yeah yes, okay, so. that was and uh yeah i enjoyed him enough well enough but like i said i think i kind of preferred the i like the way that they kind of tied the characters together in Starlight, but that's just kind of a me thing. I'm not trying to like dog points for it or anything else from this show for it necessarily. My my favorite thing about the backstories was just how great, like how much like character they built in inside of a 
even though it's a full episode, it shows how, like, you can build one, like, a full character in one episode and make sure that it's, like, done correct. Like, how I's backstory, it told you how she got to distrusting men, distrusting people in general, distrusting everyone, and why she felt so bland in a way because it wasn't just because you know she was bland she used to be like happy or at least somewhat happy and then shit happened and that's just how things go for the most part did, um, did she used to be happy though because i feel like i uh when she was a kid i thought she was no i thought she was acting the whole time i, th I thought she was acting like she was she, she was able like, to like put on a fake smile there's like scenes with like her mom that she showed that like she was having like a good time like learning about being an actress and stuff like that and then when the yeah. stepdad got introduced that kind of changed everything I thought exactly. it was always an act because his, her mother was uh, never really present. Or she was, that was learning her... how to act with her mom, yeah. right? Like she talks about that with like that's a lie, but then she talks about how a thing that isn't a lie is that like her mom cares about her or something, and then later yeah. she realizes like that that is a lie, and then she cuts her hair and then she's she gets really sad. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. and like she has um, the friend and stuff she hung out with and had a good time. Like she was definitely being taught by her mom, and I'm sorry for going on so much, Cat. Um, to, like, lie, and, like, she learned those skills that she used later on, like, from her mom, but she also had a big part of her that was, like, a normal kid as well. And mm. one of the things about the, uh, about the show in general that I loved was how it did that for all the characters, and also how the backstory did have an effect on their personality, but it didn't also, but, like, just because, like, say I was an actress, it didn't translate immediately over to uh being in review they had to practice even though we didn't see the practice uh we saw bits and pieces here and there during the episode but uh it showed that they did have they did have a great way of doing it i also like the twist with uh well sorry uh, i'll get into that later but my favorite backstory was kaoru because of how, like, it felt lighthearted. It felt like she was... It felt like she was there. Uh, and then immediately it shows how one character, even though they have all of this, like, in front of them on the line that they would be losing, one thing that they hold the most dear can say, go fuck yourself, I'm doing what I love. And I like how that inspired even the people that she might have hurt. I, I genuinely enjoyed that. Yeah, so uh, I'll go ahead and say that like my favorite backstory was was Eyes Two, mostly because while I I will say that like a lot of the characters' backstories were like engaging and like believable enough to make you somewhat like the characters. I have an issue of how the show does it for everyone's arc except Eyes, which is basically. More happens in the backstories than actually in the present, because like we see this happen a lot of times in the sh in this show, and it's not just like and this is what I mean by like some of the things about the show that are very anime like is that like a lot of anime have a lot of really cliche backstories. You know, it's like the classic sh big shonen fight right before things about to go down. You have one full episode that's just a flashback. And this show is just I feel like it did that a lot. So like. Specifically for the Karu scene, it's like, after we see the backstory, it's like, what happens in the show after we see that is that she just sees the letter. And it's just like, 
I don't really... S I get that it serves a purpose. I, like, I was gonna say, like, I get the point where, like, it for the viewer to understand the character. I just don't understand the... I just don't understand, like, what the backstory does for the plot. So... Because, like... Sorry, anyways, you guys thought just, you were done. Uh, that's all I had going. Okay. So, one, Karu, Karu's story isn't a backstory. It's happening at the same time that I, I literally just almost called her Ray, um, is, <laughs> same is, is visiting Saraza. It's just a look into her summer because you can't, you, they could have done both at the same time had they chose to do the episodes like that. And during that episode, we do learn some about her backstory because she talks to the boy about her backstory. Right. Um, and I would say that the effect that it has on her character is that it's that whole interaction is what made her commit even harder to going for the otaku yaku role and like cutting her hair and doing that stuff. We see how hard she tries, which is, and this is part of an issue with the show that the show for sure has where it just cuts off where it cuts off because she doesn't get the role she wanted and we don't see how that affects her yeah. despite the fact that she is like min-maxing the absolute ever-living hell out of like perfecting herself. Um, you know, but like, it, I will admit that it feels very flashbacky. You're like super right, but it's essentially a flashback to like one month previous uh, to the episode that we just saw. I don't you really see, view it as a backstory. It, it's it's funny because I didn't actually know that that took place in that summer. I thought it was earlier. I I, because, I get that too because I thought because it was. Here's, I here's the thing. Yeah, I think that I think that a lot of people would not realize that because the show doesn't fucking do anything to okay, tell okay, you. Here, Here's the biggest thing, is that the the guy shows up with, like, a buzz cut, and then by the end of, like, the thing, he's got, like, a full head of hair. And, like, you don't grow that in a month. Like, like maybe well, I don't know how long like, summer break is. But... Maybe, maybe you do if you're, like, Chewbacca, but, like, for a normal person, like, you don't grow that much hair. So, like, you know, that's, like, a common trope in backstories or, like, flashbacks. Is you see the person, like, come back and they're, like, completely different hairstyles, you know, like... From my perspective, I didn't even realize that that was from the summer. I thought it was, like, from before she even, like, joined the school. So, like, that's an issue I had to show. Again, yeah. it's just, like... Well, do you know the po do you know the point of that, right? Because, like... I, in, I, I, I know the I know Because, like, in baseball, they had to they have to shave their head. And then the season, they lost so that he was able to grow out his hair. So, like, that's the oh, whole I, point oh, of the hair. Know I don't know that... Okay, so like, okay, I guess that makes and, sense. And so, because like their their backstory was like they're both committed to their their goal. He wanted to do baseball, and she wanted to do acting. And then you see with the hair, with the baseball's done, he's no longer playing baseball. So now he's pursuing his next goal, which is Karu. Yeah, but she's still committed to her goal, which Correct. is being the otakoyaku, which is why she like cuts her hair and makes herself less traditionally feminine because she found herself like she found herself sort of going off course from her goal. Like, you know, she talks about how she was like feeling like a girl for a little bit or whatever. And getting, getting to be a teenage girl is what she said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. like she sort of almost lost track of her of her goal, but because of that fight they had where they had a similar experience but were sort of they viewed it differently, she's like sort of brought back to reality um on that. So I I, I just let me go quick because I, I this Karu story was my favorite one as well. 
Um, it was like my favorite episode probably in the show. I I can see where you're coming from with the the flashback thing because he he she talks to him, or or there are scenes where she's talking about entering the academy, right? Or she's talking about making it to the school. It's probably both summers. Right? It's I think yeah, it, that's well, the thing. I, I don't think it's just one summer. I really don't think it. Or or if it was, then it wasn't as clear because like and again the episode by the way is also called Karu's Summer. So it's like it's meant to be. Like basically, what what did she do this summer break? Which summer break I believe in Japan is usually like two two and a half to three months or whatever. Didn't he say in his note that I'm still pursuing baseball? Isn't that like what the note yes, said? The note said I'm still pursuing baseball and I'm still pursuing you. I thought it was like what the. So I didn't it, think it was that he gave up on baseball. I think it was, no, he's done really with baseball for the season. For the season, so that's why he has his hair grown out. Oh, okay. But All she's right. never done right. Like that's. He, sort of he has break. breaks. She doesn't. Yeah. Hey, I guess. Um, I know this. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't necessarily. I think we might be looking a little too deep into the the hair there. I. I don't. I don't think that that's what. I th the the hair is a visual story point for more than one character in this story. She no, I'm not saying no. For her, it is. I'm saying for him. I think it was just like, oh yeah, time has passed. I don't think it was meant to be. That because I I don't know he's in the off season now so he's training right still with the team he would still be required to have a buzz cut if that was required either way that's that's not a not a point to to contest over but um but I I do I do see where you were coming from Johnny with being confused about whether it was one summer or when it was because it definitely felt flashbacky and also had flashbacks as well beyond like literally what just happened yes. during that there, month you know there were flashbacks in the flashback. Like, guys, like, the point I was gonna say is that, like, after we see the flashback, as Miles said, nothing really happens. She doesn't get the That's role. True. And then she just basically has no lines for the rest of the show. And see, like, this is... I feel like this is the kind of show where they were expecting to get two cores. Almost. It's just... It feels like they were building up a lot. Like, there's, like, six characters here that have their backstories, like shown in the show maybe even more but there's only 13 episodes that's just not enough time to get them all fleshed out and you know, like make them believable well it's because it's a it's a manga right like that has excellent like this is this is a issue with anime at, at large where you have basically two options when you do something like this you can skip a bunch of content to try to fit in an entire arc for everyone and you can like make this weird amalgam or you can you can do what this did and cut it in sort of a weird spot it it's actually light novels are literally written in such a way so that their plots fit into anime cores nicely and i don't know if manga i don't think manga always do that right like new, i'm sure new manga does new manga okay. for sure does yeah. but this is a bit older this is like a 2014 manga or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 2015, yep. Okay, yeah. so, like, I, I do not disagree with you. We see her, we see her be committed, we say, I'm for sure getting Romeo, you all fucking suck, I'm going for it, suck my dick, and then she doesn't get Romeo to some red shirt, right? Some red shirt gets ready, Romeo. But we don't get to see how she responds to that, which would be very nice. Um, it is for sure something that this is missing and like, you're not wrong. I guess I'm just assuming that that, that exists, right? Like if this were an 18 episode anime, I assume we would get more closure on that, 
because someone like bulimic girl uh ayako yamada yeah yeah right like she has a she has there's her arc gets like flushed out more right like she doesn't believe in herself she gets called a fatty she becomes bulimic uh teacher tells her that she's good at singing and should like believe in herself then we see her act on that, right? She believes in herself. She kicks ass in the Juliet thing. She gets the role. Presumably she'll either do well on that or not. You know, we'll see what happens. But there's a payoff for her arc. But we don't see that with everyone's because of where it was cut off. I'm not saying your criticism is wrong. I guess I'm just trying to contextualize it, if that makes sense. Well, no, I understand why they do it. It's just that yeah, it sucks, it's still right? just <laughs> a problem. That's why I said it's a it's an very stereotypical anime because these issues are common in anime because it's just the way that the job just the way that the material is like structured yeah no but, like, I, that I doesn't do agree. that doesn't like this that doesn't mean it's exempt from critique it's just still something that exists and that we should like take it into consideration and I, keep, like but i don't know if there are sh- like I, there are but like what I, like if this show was i guess to me when you're adapting something if you like, do you think it's better if they had skipped some stuff to make it worse overall if they were not to ever get two core and to make this one core better? Or to make this and then the payoff is better if they get two core? Like, I could see either way. I'm just asking you which one you think is better. Well, I think if we're going on the assumption that this will get a second core, then I would say that this direction is going fine. But it's like, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think there's still a way where you can do it where, like, Say, I, I, in my opinion, I say cut it off even earlier. Maybe cut it off, like, right before the reveal. I know this would be, like, this would kill Pat. But cut it <laughs> off right before they reveal who wins. And just flesh out their backstory more. Pat would be like, I'm, I'm actually Pat not telling them to speed it up. I'm telling them to <laughs> slow down and, like, take more time with these characters. Assuming we did this, we wouldn't know if the show would get a second season or not. This show would get a six if it did that, so... <laughs> but, like, um, it would kill Pat, but, like, for everyone else, it would make them more excited to watch the second season, so, like, you know. Oh, I would be ecstatic if there was a second season. That, But if there wasn't, then the, then the show would be yeah, anime these days, they usually get second season unless it, they're, like, really bad. Yeah. Not or, show or... Joe's. <laughs> Well, that's good because it's yeah. assignment. G- yeah, um, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and also, Chihayafuru hasn't gotten like four seasons. Totally hasn't. It's gotten yeah. three, and it's a Jose. Oh shoot, I was wrong. Thank My you, bad. Master of Shoujo, Peter McGinn. Uh, has anyone ever? Te- are there any shoujo anime? Has, has anyone ever seen one before? It's, oh, uh, Fruits Basket three Peter times. Uh, I don't know. I've watched three you. episodes. Tokyo Mew Mew New Genji. Genji. Yeah, there you what go. the fuck? Um, Sailor Moon. No, wait, 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 though. What was the, uh, we were just talking about the, oh, yeah, like, why, why do you think that they decided to cut it off where they did? Because, again, like, it would, like, but like what Johnny's saying, I, can I tell think you. it makes, I think yeah. it makes a lot more sense. I can um, tell you why. It's the same, like, it's the same reason why Pine Jam is the animation studio. It's a small production budget, so you go out and buy the manga. Just like how anime was initially created, for the most part was a promotional yeah. tool for manga. And guess what? It worked for me. I went and bought all the manga. I even bought the, like, two-volume, they- like, one-shot that it's based, the serialization's based off of, The Curtain Rises. I have, um, make I have it in my here. Amazon. A- anime is just advertisement for manga. Unless it's an anime. No, it's, a- no, it's, it's advertisement, advertisement for, uh, 
for uh merchandise uh, figures yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. There anime, you go. yeah anime originals are advertisements for gotcha games yeah <laughs> yeah, that's right. yes yeah that's true so why did i i also thought it was weird that uh, you you made the the red shirt joke already but like giving it the the main roles that are two of the main roles the two red shirts felt really weird especially when you have such a a big cast like um what do you oh, mean really by red that. shirt they're all first years what a red shirt means oh, like yeah a red shirt is like a, is a background character it's it's from like star uh star trek where you know the person who knows, oh die. yeah the red shirt is always the one who dies right oh, okay in the, in the i was thinking like college the, football the or something i was like no yeah. no 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 <laughs> no no um yeah the, that so that's it just that's means like it. random background character you've never seen before this moment yeah that, that may have been in the background but you, yeah but you never actually had any lines or anything I, which i thought was weird i loved it i loved it so I, much I, I like it too i richard, I impli richard implies they're gonna get thrown away too or killed all for gotcha. and they for sure will right like they're not going to become a character that gets developed after that romeo and Jewel. i mean maybe they will pete do they um, well, we're the physical, I read the physical manga and the physical manga right now leads off where, where the anime let off. So I have to wait until October to read what happens after the anime. Okay. never mind then. Um, <laughs> that's fucked. They that cut, they fucked. cut so much of the manga from this story. Uh, this is, God. this is six volumes worth of stuff in 13 episodes. Is it worth reading? Would you say? Like, if I was interested in this, should well, I? What do you I think yes, I like the anime more than the manga, but I don't think the manga is bad at all. So, like, if you think, like, the show's an 8, the manga's probably a 7. Okay, this is the added lore. Like, am I going to be like, oh, fuck yeah, I learned. If you like, if you like the bat, like more of the backstory, the characters are fleshed out more, you'll like the manga way more. It's just like the art's well, just like, the, so the art's just like, whatever. Done in the anime. No, but you, they only have 13 episodes. The, the, the whole point is they have to take how much content that they have, then put it in the 13 episodes so some things get cut. It's like that for almost all anime. Yeah, I, I think the... I, I don't know. I feel like they were fleshed out enough, though. Honestly, I, oh, I don't know. 100%. I felt, I, I, feel, I felt pretty comfortable with the oh, amount. The like, I, I didn't sit there. I love the twins. The, That's my favorite oh, backstory. No, I agree. The twins were my least favorite. That's my favorite um, backstory. I, 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 I have, like, one episode where they mattered. The rest of the time, they were just in the background and made outfits doing that, something. I don't know. That, that, that makes sense. I agree. that So, like, maybe more backstory on the twins would have been cool, or uh, the second years, a couple of them. I'm sure they will, though. That's the thing. Again, like, if this con story continued, they would get more fleshed out because they'd become more relevant to the story right so that's where like i this felt perfectly paced to me it didn't feel like it was rushed like you can usually feel sometimes with with adaptations that are trying to you know get to a certain point or not like this felt like a pretty natural point for it to get to it just felt like again why was it 13 why wasn't it 26 add another you know? episode so that they can do their skit or whatever not even um, not even that just like okay well yeah we're, we're halfway into the show right now it makes oh, sense okay. that we're at the halfway mark right like that's what it felt like um which is frustrating because like it and especially the last the last three episodes i did feel like at least compared to um the first few dragged a little bit more they didn't feel as fast-paced or as they ran out of but... budget you could tell like yeah. the sports festival has that like two minute recorder song in yeah. it yeah. which was the exact moment that i dropped it from a nine to an eight <laughs> yeah the, the whole yeah but yeah that whole second half it was just like yeah, this is very like okay like i honestly after like episode eight or nine when whenever karu's summer was i was like oh damn this is uh just kind of like 
it's it's not even that it like went down it just it's kind of like it's, it's plateaued like or whatever it, it, it's it's like a uh car running out of gas it's like oh yeah petered out of buttering it. petering out yeah that's the right word um <laughs> what uh, um, what did he do to a car no um yeah. what did he do to get that nickname uh yeah it was this pete who coined that phrase i liked the twins I, it's not even a backstory like i liked their conflict because mm-hmm. I thought that as soon as one of them said, I waited a year for my twin to get in, that I could predict that something like that would, would happen. Like, and I, I liked that because it seemed like a very, like everything they did seemed like something siblings would do in my head. What having a sibling is like, because I'm an only child, <laughs> but it seemed like it in no, my no, head. Okay. Uh, so that was my favorite backstory was the twins. And uh, it it definitely relates to my younger brother who were Irish twins essentially. So like we're really close, and a lot of times we're we were always on like the same like sports team since we're like a year apart. We were always on the same baseball soccer team, blah blah blah. And having that like resentment of like ho- kind of at some points her sister was like holding back because he was holding she was holding back for her sister because she made it and the other one didn't. And it's like, and yeah, she got surpassed after that happened. Yeah, right. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. It's just like I did this for you, and this is how you like, whatever. Right. And it's like, yeah. it's silly, but like that's things that siblings do. Like the resentment over something like that. But like, they you see by the end, like they're still sisters. They love each other. They want to like, their their goal is to be like the the bunny girls that they saw in that uh, show, and they still want that dream. It's just the I really enjoyed like the resentment that they had in the fight and the the makeup that they had with each other. I, I love the twins. I I didn't like how they just made up. I I I thought that like the the argument there would be a bit like yeah I get that they both share the same goal or whatever, but they like it just felt like to me um they just. Oh, kissed and made up. Almost. I mean, that, like, I mean, like, like with my with my brother, it was like we'd hate each other. We'd like fight, and then after we fought, we let's let's go play video games. It's just like but you'd ha- hash out your differences first, though, before you do that, so that way you don't have that. No, we just fought. You didn't like slap him as hard as you. Can no, we beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's making up for guys. It's like you beat. Yeah, the yeah. Shit that's out what I'm saying. That this is their form of punching each other they i mean they like set they separated they went to different rooms and stuff like that and then out, over time they like realized like the situation and then they made up i thought it was really well done and as a twin it's incredibly realistic yeah for what it's worth so this is a pretty pivotal mo- moment in their lives though i think that that's where i was just like this is like a really this is something that has been building up for months if not years of them like living together competing together or well, they're competing together, but at the end of the day, they're still competing against each other. Yeah, right? her sister like to... sabotages her essentially. Like yeah. she, she like almost ruins her like entire standing at the school. Yeah, and they just kissed and made up. I they mean, did not. Like, I mean, they just... literally moved rooms and separated each other for like After, a, yeah, for like weeks. Yeah, yeah. They, they separated for for time. But but again, I don't I don't feel like I saw it on screen like where they. Really, I agree. Really it could have been hashed it out. You could have that run over an episode or two. I'm kind of glad that it was short because twins fighting each other is like a very cliche um, thing. I'm sure Jay probably gets sick of it. (laughs) But like, so I I like that, like it happened, but I also like that it was condensed. On the other hand, I, I do agree that like to make it seem a little less abrupt, you could have had that like run 
like it happened. Then there's an episode where you notice that they're still not talking, but it's not the main focal point. And then they get back together or something like that. Like you could pace that slightly differently. And it may be it. it Maybe it's a little bit better. I, I did like it overall. They do that but... in the manga. <laughs> well, Watch Club, unfortunately. Um, oh, I'm going to read the manga, honestly. Yeah, I know. I feel like th- this is where I would struggle. To, like, sometimes I sit there and I'm like, I want to read the manga afterwards. But like in this case, I feel like this show would suck if I wasn't watching it. Like to me, I don't know. This it not suck, but you know, it would be hard because I, it wouldn't have the musical elements. It wouldn't have the the voices and the funny things that they say. The personalities and stuff. The personalities and stuff. They wouldn't, I mean, they would still be able to indicate that with like, you know, little faces or whatever, you know, like the stupid stuff that they would do. But it wouldn't be the same. And that's why I know anime is always going to be the superior medium for almost every story. And I'll die on that hill. But, um, at least compared to manga. But, uh, but I, I, I feel like again, so like this one, I think I said the same thing about Revy Starlight too, where I was like, I, I would, I would not want to watch this or, or read this. You know, I feel like that this is something that, Assuming it's adapted well, would be always better in a, in an anime form. See, I um, thought that too when I watched um, Kono Oto Tamari, which is a musical anime, and then I read the manga and how they can express emotion differently with a manga page completely changed, like reverted what I thought about that. So I get what you're saying because I used to be like that, and then after reading like a music manga, I was like, oh, you can definitely portray the emotions that I felt on anime in manga form too. It all depends on how good the mangaka is. Yeah, I definitely agree with that too. But I'm also very biased. I'm very anti manga for the most part. I could tell by your four completed manga on Mal. It's four more than me. So damn, I completed a really long one as well. So you know, I have been reading manga for most of my life. It's just a matter of which ones I choose to want to read. Um, I haven't been an otaku for most of my life. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't say that. But um. Especially because it was on Cartoon Network, I, don't, I think that, that oh, kind that's of, fair. you know, I think that that makes it uh, a little easier. But um, I want to talk about Saruza. Yes, the goat. I, yes, the, I you mean the giraffe. Y- y- yes, <laughs> she's yeah, very they, tall, like yeah. a giraffe. Yes. Um, Saruza. I, I think if uh, I don't know if this is a hundred percent true, I'm just gonna like say some like random off the cuff shit. Maybe it's ignorant. I think if you delete Saruza from this show. The, like, Delta from the score of this show with Saruza and without Saruza is, like, top ten for, like, any character. Just deleting them from a show. Like, she is so great. Just so happy and earnest. And, like, the twin thing. Like, she realizes the mistake and, like, points it out. And, like, that's so cool. Like, I just love her. I think she's so great. Like, I want a friend like Sarisa. Like, that's, you know, I don't know. She's great. Um, if anyone else wants to go off on her, please do. Yes, please. I'll go, I'll go last, because I'm going to rant forever. Okay, so my my thing about Sarisa is that I, I feel like I actually have a Sarisa in my life. That's, uh, that's my friend Nathan. Uh, he is just, like... Much like Sarasa, like, they're both very upbeat, very, like, loud and, like, energetic. And Sarasa just has... Honestly, I can compare it to uh, to an anime that, uh, that most of us have watched. My high school romantic comedy is wrong as I expected. Snafu. 
Orgyro. Okay. Yes, Orgyro. Uh, I thought you were going to say Yukim Noah. Huh? I said I thought you were going to say Yukim Noah. Oh no. Um. So the main character in that, I forget his name. Um. Hachiman. Hachiman. The Hachiman, goat. Yes, the goat. He is. I feel like he's a lot like Sarasa, but in a what? in a more confident light. Like Sarsa is like Sarsa wants to help people get along because she needs to keep people together. Hachiman wants people to get along even at the detriment of himself. It just seems that Sarsa has the toolkit to make sure that she is not taking the fall for it and can actually help them figure it out themselves or at least, you know, aid them in it. Uh and when it comes to a character like that, it's kind of hard to portray that in my opinion uh especially since like a lot of times and, and a lot of stuff that we've seen especially in, I in isekai uh you have a character like that that continues to try and help people and they it's like it's terrible it's a horrible situation and then they do they come in do the slightest thing and then all of a sudden everything's fixed this seems like Sarsa is there, even though she's even though she's doing a little bit of the work, most of the work is hashed out by the characters, and it actually feels genuine. Um, much like Hachiman is doing a lot of the work, and it actually feels genuine because he's taking a lot of the brunt of the pa of like the pain, and that's what Origairo is about. But Sarsa is just like such a great character, and she just. Like a lot of the a lot of the time, I felt like the show was in second person, almost like the Great Gatsby, because of how great uh, Sarsa was. Well, well, I will say it's a lot easier to help people when everybody doesn't hate you, like Hachiman. But yeah, Sarsa, like a lot of people hate Sarsa. Okay, yeah, but like not as much as Hachiman, I don't think. But anyway. I don't think anybody really hates Hachiman either. Well, he People... thinks they hate them. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, that's the difference. It's like, Sarsa is self-confident he isn't. But anyway, so, like, my favorite part about her is actually, like, the the part that she contributed in, like, the in the eye arc. Because, like, you know, you got this creepy otaku guy coming in here. And, like, we, I think, like, a lot of people expected him to be just, like, the stereotypical, like, creep. Like, ooh, look at me. I uh, degrade women or something. But, you know, like, he was just, like... He was just, like, a sad guy who was just, like, you know, probably had something bad happen to him. Now he, this is just how he copes. And, you know, like, Sarasa doesn't, like, didn't really see him as, like, you know, a loser. It's just, like, he sees him as, like, someone that just wanted to help, you know? Like, he, I mean, he messed up, but, like, that doesn't mean he doesn't deserve a second chance. And I think, like, she she saw that in him and really gave him a second chance that, like, she forgave him. And I, I thought that was a really good part of what he, I thought that was, like, the best thing that Sarasa did in the show. Anyone else want to go off before I go off? Um, I really like Sarsa. Uh, really, like, great personality. I think the... I liked as well that they showed... She was naturally talented and gifted, right? But she also had um, her difficulties, and she, and she struggled, and she learned from those things. I think that was really cool. Um... Like, it wasn't just, oh, she's just really gifted, so she's going to get this role. Like, no, she she clearly was driven. She, she's a little ditzy, but not too much to the point where it's, like, overwhelming. And I think she's, like, a perfect balance of, like, all of the fun things that make 
anime characters fun too i think because like i think in real life she'd be a she wouldn't work i i don't know i think she'd be or she'd struggle harder in real life but in an anime like i, I don't know it, it, she fits in perfectly into, into being like that perfect mold of a character that's that's fun to watch so i think if you're tall and beautiful you can go pretty far that's not what i meant i, I meant more that she'd be annoying in real life i think you could argue um yeah uh, but yeah, uh, or and then and also yeah, that's a good point though. Being tall and beautiful does help. Um, uh, but yeah, go ahead, go off, King. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, so Sarasa is my favorite anime character in recent years for sure. Um, she was like my best girl of the year. She's my highest rated like girl character ever. I absolutely adore her character. She's just a great combination of not caring and caring at the same time. You see it in the first episode with the 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 tree and taking a, taking a picture where everybody's just like it's bad luck and she's like I don't care I I think it's cool that I look like pretty behind this awesome tree and it really sets the tone for her character and that's why like I is so drawn to her I believe in like the beginning where she is not like she's not like the other girls or whatever but that that saying and it progresses just throughout the entire story with her little like little like funny like comments that she says like hey creepy otaku man like i thought like stuff like that just like really showed off her character where like she's not like she is ditzy for sure but like she's fully understanding of the situation at hand and she's just going to have she's gonna make the best of it type of thing and i think i really resonate with that as well where even if it's a situation you don't want to be in you try to make the best of it and just later on, and Miles mentioned it, uh, her pointing it out, the the twin situation, where she's just like, well, this is weird. Like, that's probably what happened. Love stuff like that. And how she just developed as a character throughout the story with her friendship with Ai. Um, you see Sarsa just, like, kind of changing a little bit as a person where she's not as, um, like, as an airhead. Like, you don't see her anymore waking up late for classes and stuff like that. And I think that's because of, like, Ai's influence on her. And you see that as her character. I also really love it at the end with her boyfriend that he is having a hard time like expressing what he wants and she's like waiting at the aquarium for him to say the words. And I like that she didn't just like she, you see it like she's like visually like um upset that he didn't say like I want to go out with you and she's like you know what I'm going to take that like the horns like I want you to be my boyfriend and I like that she just like went for it and that's her character the entire story. She's like yeah I want to be Lady Oscar. And it's like, that's a preposterous. She's like, I don't care. Like, that's what I want. And so she just takes everything that she wants and goes for it. Even if she maybe fails along the way, it's fine. I liked how she like kind of effed up as where she like copied that one actor when she was watching those DVDs and the guy's just like, that was bad. Like you just copied this person. And then she changed it with her Tybalt um, edition. It was just fantastic. I love her. I adore her. She's, I mean, if we do a best girl, she's my best girl. Love her so much. Yeah. All right. Uh, do we have any other talking points? Or I, I was gonna say we could probably move on to uh, to best uh, boy and girl. I, I guess there's not a lot of boys. No, there's enough boys. I there's think, a, yeah, there's that. some good boys. Can there's I some propose good ones. something that we add in? Um, uh, we're at 55 minutes, show, for, so for this show, uh, just add in your score without Sarsa. Like if Sarsa <laughs> was moved from the show, that'd be, that'd be pretty fun, actually. I, yeah, that's a good idea. So we'll do that too. Yeah. Uh, we'll do an S uh, S W S a score without Sarsa. Uh, so we'll do best boy and girl, and then uh, why, we might as well just do our closing thoughts uh, wrapped in together as well, uh, including your final score. So if you guys want to start, Miles, as always, why don't you start us off? Sure. Uh, there were a lot of things that I liked in this. One thing that I liked that we didn't really talk about was uh, a 
something that hasn't been like completely closed yet is Sarza and her boyfriend's um, relationship with each other. It's still like a little friendly at the moment. Um, yeah, he's got that limp. They did a handshake or whatever. But I think I think that's because he he blames himself still for what happened to Sarza, and he hasn't been able to forgive himself completely. Mm. And I really, I, I like that where, like, he loves her, she loves him, but he hasn't quite forgiven himself for the thing that he's done wrong, even though he was, like, a kid and he realizes it was, like, a mistake. He hasn't been able to, like, you know, he can't fully commit because he can't commit to himself. He doesn't feel like he deserves the thing he got. He still thinks that Sarza does, even though there was never really a world where she was going to get it anyway. And I like that they're able to like work through that in some way and are still working through that. And I think that's like a really interesting dynamic. Um, I really liked the scene of I mowing down all of the men with a machine gun. I thought that was really fun. Yeah, that was um, really good. There oh. were a lot of cool references in this. There was an awesome Evangelion reference. There was that amazing Jojo reference. And I'm sure there were some others. Uh, the show is a lot of fun. When I was thinking about how to score this, oh God, I was so stuck between an eight and a nine. I gave last time I gave it an eight last time. I was looking at where I had it in my rankings, and I was like, oh, like, do I do I move it up here? Like, what do I do? And so ultimately, what I decided to do was to move Zombie Land Saga up to a nine, but keep this at an eight. <laughs> so uh, that's why you told me I'd like this score. Okay, because this yeah. was like I was like, this is almost as good as I can get for an eight, but I still think it's an eight just because of the way it ended, and like there are some low budget moments that come through that like do hurt my enjoyment of it, but like. I think Zombieland Saga is like this type of show almost perfected this like ensemble backstory cast and stuff. And it also, you know, has a, you know, like, I don't know, there's a lot of extra like symbolism and stuff in Zombieland Saga, which is like super cool. So, um, my score is Zombieland Saga is a nine. (laughs) Kageki Shoujo is an eight. Sarza is best girl. Without Sarza, I feel like the show is like a six, maybe a five. Like it, it gets hurt pretty hard uh it's hard to even imagine the show without her um best boy is definitely not what's his name's uncle or dad or whatever i found him kind of weird but i'm gonna say not i's uncle um he's fine um sarza's boyfriend oh yeah yeah he's like a little uh yes dear but uh i'll say i's uncle is but you don't know what the teacher is best boy the phantom teacher he's best boy i really liked him um Mm. so i apologize for my long-windedness uh but those are my thoughts that's fair no there's a lot to talk about too with each one so uh like we're we're combining everything together i think to make sure that we we aren't long-winded twice right you know but i i I like it um all right cat what about you so for me i love this show it felt very uh it felt very indicative of a like really good team sport thing, uh, team team sport type of uh, thing. So here's the thing, uh, being from band, like having this same thing, even though band and you know uh, play are not the same thing. Like you have a lot of that camaraderie, a lot of that if you, if I can take care of you, I will type of mentality. And um, I just felt a lot of that. It felt like I was going back into middle school and a little bit of high school. Um, And then it's just 
and then like with the stories that they were telling, it was just great. Like with how they with how they developed the story. Like even though there were some pitfalls here and there that you guys uh that you guys so so perfectly mapped out in front of me. I am purposely just stepping over them and saying fuck you. So um, I uh, I genuinely enjoyed this show. Um, and of course, best girl is going to go to Sarza. She is best girl by far. Um, best boy, I would probably give it to um, to Eyes Uncle. Just because he's such a, like, he's such a, he's a cool dude. Like, it, like, I, I was, like, from the, like, you know, sexual harassment shit that happened, I was very afraid that it was going to go into, like, an incestual love story, but it didn't. And I'm so glad about that. I guess that's my, I guess that's PTSD for me. Um, he's such a great dude. And, um, my score for this show without, um, without Sarasa, probably a four, honestly. I think it would be bad without Sarasa, but my score with Sarasa, I'm gonna go with a nine. Nine? Ooh, yes. Okay. I genuinely enjoyed this show. Nice. Alrighty. Let's move on then to Pete. What have you got? Uh, well, oh yeah, got can't uh, wait. We got, we got a ten here. Okay, but, uh, five from Pete. Uh, it's a, it's probably we'll a five on, without. On, wait, wait. It's probably a five without Sarsa. Uh, there's a lot of things we didn't even cover that I just want to touch on. The themes of the characters with dealing with serious shit going on in their life that people go through, and a lot of times I feel like we don't see that in anime, especially with a show that starts out as lighthearted, kind of as it is. Uh, deals with like. Um, like body dysmorphia, um, what's it called? Um, sexual assault, stuff like that, where I thought they handled it in a real way that like progressed the story as the with the characters. So I thought that was just I... incredibly well done. Sorry. Um, I loved the the visual storytelling of the hair in this in this whole thing. I cutting her hair, and by the end of the story, it's long. And you can see that she, the reason why she cut it off and why she continued growing it was wonderful, along with the baseball character and Karu. I thought that was all just fantastically well done. I love this story. I love Kageki Shoujo. If it if its purpose was for me to go out and buy all the manga, it succeeded. It, it's just it's just unlike anything that I've really seen before in a art, music, sports, school style anime. It just tells this complex, deep story while keeping the majority of the tone lighthearted and fun. And I think because of that dynamic, it was why I resonated with this show so much. I adore this show. Best girl, Sarsa. Best boy is the piano teacher. I, I really enjoyed him and his, like, him noticing stuff with, like, Yabada. Yeah, with, yeah, that's my best boy, too. Holy shit, he's awesome. Yeah, he's great. And, like, him, him uh, identifying, like, because he picked out Yamada like he's she's like the re he's the reason why Yamada made the school because like he saw something in her and then when she starts um getting sick from not eating he notices that and I thought they did a really good job with him like not overstepping his boundaries as a teacher but it got to the point where he like broke into the all-girls dorm to go check on her I thought was like a great moment in his character just just a great guy uh yeah, yeah this show is a 10 it was my anime of the year last year I 
it's my number 20 anime of all time. Uh, I rewatched this in the dub, and I thought the dub started off slow, but by the end of it was a fantastic dub. Just, just a great story. I can't wait to continue reading it. I'll let you guys know what happens. Hopefully I can convince some people to jump on the manga. Crossing my fingers that it gets a second season. Odds of that happening, probably 1%. But you never know. So, yeah. Easy 10. Just just love this show so much. There you go. All right. Uh, Jay, what about you? So, I'm going to have to echo Pete for best boy and best girl. Obviously, Sorosa is I the best about girl. about to give this carries, a 10. I was like, out of nowhere. The whole thing. And then uh, Ono Dare is just excellent. I loved his speech talking to I Aiko about uh, like just you know you got in here because there you are like there is something special about you. You have something. Don't waste it. You know how many other people cry out for this. You know how many people will be thankful to be in your shoes. And it's like people need a figure like that in their life whenever they're. Like, everybody needs something like that in general, but especially when you're in, like, a prestigious thing like that, I think that they all need a reality check sometimes, especially since they're freaking actors. Um, overall, I enjoyed the show a lot. Uh, I enjoyed the show. Sorry, let me correct myself. I don't want to sound overzealous and then have everybody be disappointed with my score. I enjoyed the show for what it Three was. Three out of ten? Um... Like I said, I kind of wish that there had been more of, like, the actual, like, review element of it, but I think that's more of an issue with how, like, it really does feel incomplete. Like, it feels like a two-core show that we only got to watch one core of. So, I think that kind of takes a lot out of it for me, because I would have personally had it a lot higher if we could see, like, more of the reactions to what happens after the audition. Like, if the audition had been, like, like, if the results of the audition had been episode 11, and then we got, like, an aftermath episode or something like that, I think it would have been kind of cool. But listening to Pete talk about how much was cut, I don't really know what they could have necessarily done about it, more or less. Overall, I would, like I said, I would recommend the show to people who kind of like the inside baseball aspect of acting, and the, um, specifically theater. Um... If you're interested in review, I think that there are probably overall better shows about the subject of review to go and watch. Not necessarily better quality than this show, just more in-depth with the subject of review and stage acting. So, for me personally, I think I'm going to give this a 7. Well, that's exactly seven. what I... I wasn't disappointed. That's what I... Alrighty. Uh, Johnny, what about you? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take a wild swing here. I'm not gonna be a part of the echo chamber, so I'm actually gonna pick a different best girl, and I'm actually gonna go with I. And no, I'm not sorry, Pete. Don't give me that face. I don't care. Anyway, so the thing is, it's like you know, Sarasa is kind of hard to not be best girl when she's in that position of the show. You know, like I feel like the show kind of unfairly gives her all the spotlight. You know, she's like the center of attention. That's like that's what her personality is. She's the center of attention. You know, it's like. It's like saying Rem is best girl in ReZero. You know, it's just Rem? like... Yeah, well, like, because like, everyone thinks that. Nah, it's Amelia's like... way better. Oh, thank you, Mom. I think a lot of people... I, I think you're talking to three Amelia, Amelia lovers out of the three people that have watched this show. Okay, yeah, but, like, majority of the people who have watched the show is, like, they see this echo chamber, like, ooh, blue-haired girl, best girl, but, like, anyways. You know, so like, you're this picking show, like... the blue-haired girl for best girl in this? Yeah, I'm picking the blue-haired girl for <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you so, you like, understand where our, uh, where our critique comes from, right? 
<laughs> no. I, I don't see it at all. Anyways, anyway, let's so continue. Like, <laughs> and it's like, I just like, you know, like, she comes in, she's obviously, like, had a traumatic childhood, you know, she's just, like, kind of doesn't care about the rest of the world, and then, you know, like, she slowly changes from that, you know, and she just, I like it when characters, like, one of my favorite tropes in anime I like to see is, like, when a character is given a second chance, and, like, she took it, like, she she understood that she, she you know, like, had the wrong perspective on something, she hurt a lot of people, and then, you know, she's trying to fix it. You know, that's something that I really like to see, and also, like, that's that when at the end when she despite her best efforts didn't get Juliet is she kind of saw that I think as like as a product of like what happened to her is just like she lived like she lived up to this point you know like being in the idol industry and just like never smiling and I guess it ended up like costing her her role so I think she's learning from her past and trying to move on from that so I think that's a really good thing and so for best boy I'm gonna go with uh, Mamoru the main teacher basically for the show the Phantom I I thought he was a great teacher you know he uh, he had fun with his class he tried to like encourage the students to really do their best and you know that's that's a great thing in a teacher. You know, a good teacher makes you want to learn, and I think that he did that. But there are I do have a some a lot of issues with the show. Some of them it's not really because of the show. It's more just about how like the structure of like anime and manga is. Sometimes you just you have to fill you have to cram stuff in if you want it to be you know in a in one core. And unfortunately, that's just what happened in this show. I think it could have been done better, but honestly with like how the industry works they don't know like what's gonna happen if they plan for a second curve that might that, that might not happen it's just it's just what it is when it comes to anime so unfortunately because of that i'm gonna have to give the show the same reading that jade and i'm gonna give it a seven seven already uh and lastly uh for me i'd say i'll also join the train like again i love sarasa but i think uh Kaoru uh, is my best girl. Um, I enjoyed her story the most. I think uh, I think as well, if this show continues or continued on, she would become like the underlying star, I think. I think she would be like the next... Uh, she would eventually win out, or if she didn't, it would be a fun, like... I think she would learn to accept it or something, and I, I think that that would be a cool character moment. I, think, I, I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm projecting onto her a little bit, like what I would expect to have happen, but I, Her I think name that, means star, so... There you go. Uh, Kaoru as well. Anyone named Kaoru automatically gonna, uh, you know... Hoshi. Get a, no, yeah, get, gonna... Oh, uh, well, no, but Kaoru for me, though, is... A, is oh, yeah, I just, yeah, I just wanted to mm -hmm. clarify her last name. means Starfield, so... There you go. Um, but yeah, so Kaoru is, uh, for me, best girl. Uh, best boy, I, I thought I was gonna be the only one who said it, but yeah, Onidera, I really liked that scene as well. Where he, yeah, gave her that, gave her that talk, you know, talk where she, he was really just open with her and, and said like, look, you you are as talented as everybody else here. You wouldn't be here if you weren't. Stop doubting yourself, believe in yourself, but you also need to like work, work, you know, work on yourself, but do it the correct way. And I really liked that. Um, I think that that was, you know, he he did the thing that, and like Johnny said, being. A teacher that makes someone want to learn i think he did that as well by being there for her and and then continuing to like push for her and help her out in that music class uh then outside of that again i think everyone else has really echoed a lot of the same points i i um i really like the color palette that was used in the mm. show like the the art wise again there were a lot of moments where the budget really showed through at the end but i think the palette itself was really nice the two-toned hair was nice throughout 
um, especially on Sarasa with her little green bullshit at the bottom of her hair. I they, they were bubbly. There were a lot of cool little character moments where the where their eyes or their faces in the background would shift or or be be something goofy or silly that I thought was really really fun. I think the show is really the show or the, what hinders the show's score is the fact that there's not more of it. If there is more of it, I think I could bring the show up to a nine. And that's the thing. It wouldn't even have to be like good more of it. It would just have to be closure or it would have to be like uh, resolutions as things that they're building up. Because like what we've talked about with Karu, there is no payoff for her story yet. Ayako, yeah, there's a little bit of payoff in the fact that she won her role, but she we haven't seen her do it yet. We haven't seen what happens or or the gro- or if there is actually growth between a lot of these characters. And uh, I think just by having that payoff, the show could bump up to a nine. But as it is right now, I have it at an eight, and I'm pretty a very solid eight though, like a very very comfortable uh, eight out of ten. So, uh, yeah, that is our uh, review of Kageki Shoujo. Uh, give me an applause for that joke, guys. Come on. Um, boo! Yeah. Flat, no. flat. Um, You're saying boo earns, don't worry. That, I, I get that joke, Biles. I got thank the joke, too. Don't worry. Shout out to all my Simpsons fans. I think I did the math wrong. All right, that looks more like the score that it should be. Uh, One yeah, second. I think, what? 8.17. 8.17. All right, good. Because I, I had a 7 out of 10, and I was like, that's wrong. I must have forgotten to add. Yeah, I forgot to add the Johnny 7 out of 10 on my calculator. But yeah, so we have an 8.16 repeating score overall for this show. Uh, so 8.17 will be what we mark it down as, which is 0.3 higher than on Mal, or 0.4, I believe. Uh, 7.77 on Mal for the show currently. I uh, I think all of us, well, not all of us, a lot of us agree that it, that it is a little underrated or a little underwatched from last year. But I don't know. I think we all at least enjoyed it a good amount, like and are and are glad to have watched it, which is nice. Um, but yeah, that wraps up our discussion on Kagaki Shoujo. So Miles, what did we vote on, and what are we watching for the week of September fifth? So Labor Day. What are we, what are we doing for our Labor Day episode? Oh, that's when I start uni. Ooh, you're gonna you're gonna record some podcast your first day at uni, buddy. Ah. Uh, Probably not. It's, it'll actually be the week before because we're a week ahead. So you well, we'll see. Um, so in how do I want to do this? I've decided how I want to do this. Link, click, and uh, Aoi Bunka Bung whatever the short story one Bunkaku um are tied uh with nine points apiece uh and we'll get legacy points. Uh, then we had a tie for first as well between Haruhi Suzumiya and Escaflone, but Escaflone has legacy points. Um, so we will be watching uh, Escaflone A, which That's I have no two different ways. Let, let's so, pronounce it for the episode. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be Escaflone A, two ep- or the movie uh, is what we will be watching for two weeks from now. It is on Crunchyroll as well now. I believe it just got added recently Ooh, nice. um, as part of that. Uh, wait, so you don't want to come over and watch my DVD of it? Oh, wait, maybe it's <laughs> not on Crunchyroll. It lied to me. Oh, the website lied to me. That's too bad. Okay, um, we're all party at Pete's house. Woo! Yeah, party at Pete's house. There you go. I mean, it might be on Amazon. That's probably where I'm going to end up watching it because Amazon has every movie somehow. But yeah, this is exciting. Uh, cool, Sick cover art again for the... That, <laughs> 
and it's a vintage. It's vintage year two thousand, man. That's back to back shojos. Let's go. Oh so yeah, that's true. We we had some we had decent scores uh, the week before. We had good scores this week. Next week it's a pit, it's a pat show, so we're gonna have bad scores. That's just yeah, the way no, it it's here. it's a pat show that's also from like before as well. Like it's an older one, like uh, Elfin Lead and uh, older than we, me. And, once across um, the board. Now and there, and here and there, or now we and then. We keep voting for him, buddy. I, that's true. I know because well, it, well, it's a, it's exciting. Even if you don't like it, it's cool to see like no, it is, how it bad is anime is uh, from before the year two thousand like eleven or so. Um, I nominated one from nineteen eighty, and nobody voted for it. Besides I vote me, for I'm it. Pretty sure. Was it Dirty, twice was it my dirty age. Pair? I'm not something yeah. more than my dad. Dirty Pair got a legacy point. It came in second. Oh. <laughs> it's on that list I just sent you of all the legacy points. Well, I can't read. I, just, Fair I like manga because it's pictures. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> that the show, the show is older than Johnny. That's really funny. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's all the same age as my little brother. So there we go. Uh, but yeah, so why don't we talk about what shows we're nominating? for our to vote on to then eventually watch on the 19th of september uh so miles why don't you start us off cat are you re-upping harley i'm thinking about it okay sure. i i uh, think i will it was a yes okay um i'm going to nominate uh liz and the bluebird because it Ooh. was actually the entire reason that i did sound euphonium so that i could then nominate liz and the bluebird and we would have some basis for it um, so that is my nomination. Great, great choice. Listen to Bluebird. Okay, Kat, uh, Haruhi? So, I have been thinking about it, and I've been thinking about <laughs> Just say it, man. Just say it. You don't need to, you don't, Move like, on. man, I, I got, like, five minutes. I legitimately have, like, five minutes. Let's Did I just get betrayed? <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Okay, what are you nominating, Kat? Haruhi Suzumi. Okay, <laughs> Jeez, I was thinking about Black Lagoon. Ooh, uh, that was that my backup pick. That would have been yeah. a good one, actually. Damn, I didn't okay. realize that's only thirteen episodes. It's twelve. Actually, the first season's twelve. Huh. huh. I would have definitely guessed it was one of those like fifty episode shows or some shit like that. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Um. Uh, what about you, Pete? Yeah, I'm gonna do something pretty similar to Miles. I I I'm a big fan of Sound Euphonium. I was thinking about listening to Bluebird, but I'm gonna do something pretty similar. I'm gonna nominate the Netflix show Tekken Bloodline. <laughs> Is this how we get Has back on the yeah. What even is that? It's, it's the Tekken it's, it's the Tekken anime. anime. What? It's the one the that just launched on anime uh, Netflix. It's only six episodes. Okay, well if it's a Netflix if it's a Netflix show, I already feel like it's gonna be <laughs> It's pretty it's pretty good. Oh, when you when you said Netflix anime, I was like, oh, are you gonna nominate the Roman like oh. uh the bathhouse anime. I finished like, that, by that the was, way. Banger. I did too. It was really good. So good. I finished it a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was really good. Um, solid seven. By really good, I mean seven out of ten. I gave it a really eight. Good. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, uh, Jay, uh, what are you nominating? I am. You know what? I think I'm going to go back to my well. Try and get some more people in on this before the fourth season. I'm nominating Golden Comboy season two. Hell yes, yeah. star. <laughs> Yes, let's go. No, that's exciting. I like that. I I just finished that like two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I was like, you watching it again, boy. You I'm watching that. season three right now. Okay. Stanka. It's Stanka. good, right? Stanka. That shit was so good. Um, yes. All right, uh, Johnny, what about you? So, you know, I, 
I figured, you know, it's been a month since I was here, but I was gonna, like, nominate something good, something that people would enjoy. Rainbow. And it has had to call me out. And then, you know, like, he, he just had to do it, so because of that, I'm gonna nominate Orimo. Oh my care. god! I, my joke was finally right, I'm voting for it, fuck it, who cares? Yeah. I, I will die on this hill. Be, people think I'm insane. I, 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 have the, I have the weapons ready, like, I, I, I'm, I'm ready I, to, like, I have sick, I'm ready to go down. I have heard other people echo your I just your turned 18, so I gotta still, like, protect myself, you know? Okay. You're uh, doing yeah. My Little Sister Can't Be This Cute, a show that somehow people were surprised was about incest. Look, you um, look, look, <laughs> you look, I'm crazy right now, but you're gonna have to trust me. No. Okay. I, I, I trust you, John. No. Um, Alright, uh, yeah, so, for me, uh, I, I didn't, I'm, I'm, we won. We won, boys. We did it. So Escaflowne is done or whatever. So now I, I have a question for you, though. I When I look at my plan to watch, I have only one show that I haven't watched that hasn't aired yet or that isn't, you know, longer than 13 episodes. Uh, are you guys cool, especially since we're voting for like the late no, late September version of this or, or episode? That, that That's when we would be doing this. It's uh, Summer Ghost. I would like to nominate that. It's like a 45 Can minute. Can we watch it? That's the thing. I don't know where it's streaming. It I, I think it's streaming by... Anywhere. No, it's not legally anywhere yet, but I think by the end of September, which is when we'd be recording this, I'm pretty sure it'll be screening by then. I thought I thought I saw somewhere that was screening that's, in December. I would say no. That's really okay. iffy. That, that's fine. That, then, Once it is screening, I'll be sure to vote I for it. I would be uh, really happy to watch it though when it is. Yeah, because it, it looks interesting to me. Um, but I, all right, then I'll. Uh, uh, I, I don't really want to nominate Vivi, uh, so I'm going to nominate uh, Mushishi uh, instead. Twenty six episodes. It. Says it's ten here on the. Are you sure that's the original Mushishi? Mushishi Zoku Show. Nope. Yeah, I think that's, that's the second season. That's like the that fifth season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's like Mushishi One is what I'm going to be nominating come December. But yeah, Mushishi the first season is twenty six. Yep. Well, shit. All right, I guess I'm nominating Vivi then. Um, <laughs> okay. I, yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought it was only 13 or something. I I'll thought link it was you. the first season. But yeah, there we go. All right, either way. All right, well, then, I don't know. Maybe I'll finally finish Vivi. There we go. You should. It's really good. Yeah, one day. I want, I want to. I do want to. Um, thank you, uh, guys, so much for listening. And uh, I'll, that, yeah, that wraps up our watch club for today. So I think I'll hand it off to Pete to close us out. Yes, and if you've made this far and you want to support us, the best way to do so, like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you are listening or watching us on. Uh, next week. Not sure what we're gonna do. Do something anime related. I I'm, I'm struggling. I was hoping to do the the next season preview, but that's actually gonna be like a month from now. So we'll figure something out. Don't worry about it. So thank you so much, and we will see you next time.